<laughs> Hello, my friends. This is Andy and Hitty coming live from Yo, a, Belinda. A, a rock uh, a foundry or something. They're yes. out there uh, breaking up some jackhammering. Some, if you're jackhammering, they're uh, breaking up a driveway next door. Um, you've had quite the morning already. It's really never, never a dull moment here in Yorba Linda. Yeah, even in Yorba Linda, we got yeah. some, some shenanigans going on. Right. Instead of a smash and grab, we have a <clears throat> fake car wash. <laughs> Just putting water on people's cars. Yes. If you didn't know this, apparently you're supposed to, now probably everybody knows this, but you're supposed to watch the um, the machinery in the car wash. Yes. To make sure actually soap's coming out. Soap's coming out. Because you know the whole wax thing? I've always thought that was a bit of yes. a scam. But if you don't see sprays and soap and suds coming out. Right. <laughs> and the undercarriage uh, dressing I, that right? they talked about. Like, what, the, what is that? I don't know. It's, it's all nonsense yes <laughs> i was gonna say something else hey the other thing is um uh last night we we had a we weren't able to get on last night because we had just you know the usual stuff that came up but there was a lacrosse um game the, the kids uh you know over there at el dorado high school their very first game uh, for lacrosse uh jv university oh, supposed to be there supposed to be and uh my first time as an announcer and god let us know that he is alive Oh, he brought yet again. He brought lightning, thunder, and hail in uh, <laughs> yeah, abundance. Our, it, it, was, it was like it snowed here in Southern California last night. Our weather was crazy last night. <laughs> it was like 40-something degrees. It was nuts. It was freezing. And it only happened right at the moment that the game was supposed to start. And it just he just said, you know what? Um, I need to show you this first. And maybe somebody would have gotten hurt otherwise. Yeah, it was it was pretty incredible. It was amazing. And then you uh, you were able to go to a meeting that was uh, called for here in uh, locally, and you had a few divine appointments in this meeting. I did a great group of believers and patriots that are fighting for our kids, mm -hmm. uh, uh, running for school board, and we encourage you wherever you are. If you have children, grandchildren in the school district and you've got just a little bit of free time run for your local school board preserve our christian values in school fight for the kids and uh it's a wor really worthy endeavor can be a thankless endeavor but yeah. definitely <laughs> worthy toe the line not i don't think now i mean because uh as far as being think thankless is that uh, we have a lot of parents showing up at these school board meetings and you show that you care about our kids we are very thankful Yes. Um, uh, so go to California. That's why I was trying to remember what I was going to say. Go to CaliforniaParentAlliance.org and uh, subscribe if you've not been able to do that yet. We're there and we'll keep you up to date. We have a meeting coming up on March 14th in Westlake Village at Novo Cafe. Yes. So keep that date. Put it down in your calendar. Uh, you'll want to be there. No matter how far you have to drive, you need to be there um, because we have some stuff that's coming up. Some things we're going to be talking about, special guest. And don't you have um, an online event first? An online event first. But you have to subscribe in order to be on that one so that you can get the links. Yes. So we'll send it to you in, a, in an email, in a newsletter. All right. So we got that. Um, we are reading from Smith, Wiggle, Smith Wigglesworth Devotional. And uh, the title of today's is Like Precious Faith for February 16th. 16th. And the reference is 2 Peter 1, 1 through 2. To those who have obtained like precious faith with us, by the righteousness of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus, our Lord. 
That's a powerful statement. Yes. Uh, the scripture reading is 2 Peter 1, 1 through 11. We're often so dull of comprehension because we let the cares of this world blind our eyes. Mm. But if we can be open to God, we will see that he has a greater plan for us in the future than we have ever seen or dreamed of in the past. Yes. It is God's delight to make possible to us what seems impossible. And when we reach a place where he alone has the right of way, then all the things that have been obscured and misunderstood are clarified. This like precious faith that Peter was writing about is a gift that God is willing to give to all of us. And I believe God wants us to receive it so that we may subdue kingdoms, work righteousness, and if need be, stop the mouths of lions. We should be able to triumph under all circumstances, not because we have confidence in ourselves, oh, but because me. our confidence is only in God. It is always those people who are full of faith, who have a good report, who never murmur, who are in the place of victory, who are not in the place of human order, but of divine order, since God has come to dwell in them. The Lord Jesus is the divine author and brings into our minds the thus says, thus. thus says the Lord. I did it again. Every time. We cannot have anything in our lives except when we have a thus says the Lord. Amen. For it. <laughs> we must see it that the word of God is always the standard of everything. This, like precious faith, is for us all. But there may be some hindrances in your life that God will have to deal with. Mm. At one point in my life, it seemed as if I had to had so much pressure come into my life that I would break like a potter's vessel. There is no other way into the deep things of God except through a broken spirit. <laughs> there is no other way into power into the power of God. God will do for us exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think when we can bring us to the place where we can say with Paul, I live no longer. And another, even Christ, has taken the reins and the rule. We are no better than our, our faith. He who believes that Jesus is the Son of God overcomes the world. How? This Jesus, upon whom your faith is placed, the power of his name, his personality, his life, his righteousness, is made yours through faith. As you believe in him, and set your hope only on him, you are purified even as he is pure. You are strengthened because he in whom you trust is strong. You are made whole because he who has he who is all your confidence is whole. Yes. You may receive of his fullness all the untold fullness of Christ as your faith rests upon rests wholly in him. I understand God by his word. I cannot understand. I cannot understand God by impressions or feelings. I cannot get to know God by sentiments. If I am going to know God, I'm going to know him by his word. I know I will be in heaven, but I cannot determine from my feelings that I'm going to heaven. I'm going to heaven because God's word says it. Yes. And I believe God's word. And, I, and, and faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Thought for today. Whatever your estimation is of your ability or your righteousness, you are no better than your faith. <laughs> yeah. I'm laughing because that is so darn true. That your faith, that you can't I'm get not, there? 
that I'm no better. <laughs> I mean, I was, you know, we can keep going back to our past and I know we do that a lot, but I think everybody needs to kind of do that once in a while to know the difference of if, if you have faith now and you believe that uh, the Holy Spirit dwells inside you, then you will see it by looking into your past when you didn't. Yeah. We didn't have faith. Right. Because just nothing, there, there's nothing compares to when you have faith and, and, and truly feel the Holy Spirit and know by his word that God is real, that it's just an entirely different life. Amen. It is free of such heaviness and worry and uh, this disguise that uh, that you may have had to to have because it's a, the know, mask, the mask that you had to wear, and it, it's heavy. It's a heavy mask. It's made of lead, <laughs> <laughs> and it pulls on your face like steel boots. Yes, it's um, it's crazy. It is crazy. It doesn't mean that you don't have problems, right? Maybe because I'm not. I'm not going to tell you that it re, it reduces your, you know, the, the stuff that you can. Sometimes the problems will increase. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't take any of those things away, but um, there's a difference between having the burden uh, of who you are in your flesh. That's a heaviness. Yes, because uh, it, there's so much that comes along with it. So much baggage that comes along with it. Agreed. <laughs> I, I love that he gives the example um, that it, it, he uses this um, explanation with 2 Peter 1, because mm -hmm. by the time um, Peter writes to Peter, he's old, he's wise, mm -hmm. he's been broken, and he's imparting to us that we have like precious faith, that we are no different than him. God will take us dwell inside us, mold us, change us to be a warrior. I mean, we really have to look at Peter and like the way he used to bumble and betrayed Jesus and was selfish and questioned him and was, you know, at times rash and un, um, he didn't have wisdom in a lot of the things that he did. I mean, he cut the ear of the soldier without even prompting, you know, without, uh, indication from Jesus that he was ready in a conflict. I mean, just all of these things. And now this two Peter one that we're going to read for the scripture reading is all about how it is through Christ that we now have this amazing power and the amazing ability to be transformed and to transform um, lives of others by imparting the word of God to them. And it's a great, uh, it's a great invitation the scripture. Yes. You know, one thing that just came to my mind is that um, when you are living, maybe, maybe in some cases living a lie. Um, hey, Todd, nice to see you. We were just talking Hi, about you. <laughs> uh, Todd says, in this life, you will have trouble. trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Amen. Mary, and Mary Amazon. Hi, Mary Amazon. He only uses broken vessels. Hello, saints. Hello. Yes. Um, that. This thing that I was just thinking right now is when you're living in your flesh, you are so much faster to get angry when somebody attacks you. And the, and the reason I was thinking that is that there was, there was this kid, we were only able to play the varsity game of lacrosse last night. And there was a, you know, one of the players got into a scuffle and it was based on words somebody was saying to him. 
and he got offended and he got a penalty because he went after the guy because of what the guy said. And I'm reminded of, of back in, you know, when I see people get into fights is often when somebody gets into a fight by something that somebody says, it's because it might, it's, it's sometimes Pride. true. Yeah. <laughs> right. And they're going, no, how dare you call me uh, whatever it is. Yeah. Right? And you get offended. And what's great about when you, um, when you, when, when God just transforms you, you talk about, and Jack talked about that they, you know, it's like a house and it's just a totally just remodels the, the inside of the house, takes out your favorite couch, <laughs> takes out your pictures. No, it's safe. I want to, I want your grasping and stuff that you want to keep. And he's going, no, you don't need this anymore. This is not who you are anymore. And once God has done that, you, um, you have this peace that no matter what people say to you, it's like, yeah, that's who I, who I used to be. Yes. And it's no longer offensive. You just go, you go, yeah, yeah, I am a sinner. Yeah, I am a hypocrite. Yeah, that's so true. Like, and they go, wait a minute, you're supposed to get mad. Right. I'm, I'm trying to offend you and you're not getting offended. Do not take offense, the yes. Lord says. I'm sorry. I hope that it just, I don't know when you were talking just a minute ago, that just kind of hit me. Like you can, and I tell my, and that's what I was trying to explain to my son who was witnessed this thing last night. I said, son, people can say all kinds of stuff to you. And you just have to understand that they don't even know you most of the time. Right. And just to let it go like water off the back of a duck. Yes. You know, it's just like, it's nothing. That's, that's not true. If it's not true, then you shouldn't be offended. Or even if it is true. Yeah. And just smile at them and say, you know what? You might be right. I have to look into that. <laughs> <laughs> I might be a horrible player. I might be. <laughs> so sorry. I didn't mean to go on that whole thing, but it was just like hit me like a ton of bricks. That, you know, yes. It's so much better to be uh, with God that you, you can. And I think about the saints. You know, the, you know, the persecution that we talked about that they, you know, you're going to get like chopped in half. You're going to get your face stabbed. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's, you, it's you for the glory know. of God. You go, oh, thank you. For you that. may uh, <laughs> close the mouth of lions or yeah. you may be sawed in half. So <laughs> right. it's, it's anyone's guess. And I, I, I love the Smith's honesty. It's like I had so much pressure. I thought I was going to crack. And it's, mm. it's in the cracking. It's in the pressing that uh, Christ can come through because as long as we depend on our own strengths, we never allow the fullness of Christ. And so you get to a point uh, in faith, God willing, it, that you have come to the end of yourself and you're starting to realize the fullness of Christ. And you're, and you're able to say, I no longer live, but it's he who lives in me because you realize you are incapable of doing anything in your own strength. And it's the, greater opportunity for him to shine and to show himself through you. Yeah. You know, the other thing you, you know, just keep talking because you keep bringing stuff to mind <laughs> and I'm not sure why they're not always connected either, but um, what was the scripture that we read the other day or the, it, it talks about um, separating the, the wheat from the, the tares, the tares. Yes. That, and then, then Todd's appearance and Mariama's appearance on, a, on the show uh, with their comments is that, as we get more into the fight, like we could be parents that sit at home and just hope that other people are going to go to the school board meetings and, and do all this other stuff or go to the meeting you went with last night. But by being in the fight, by putting ourselves out there, that we are meeting some people that are, that are like-minded and it's separating in oh, yeah. the people that don't belong in our life. Remember we talked about the other day. Yes. There's a lot of people that I don't talk to anymore, not because they're necessarily horrible people, but we're surrounding ourselves with like-minded people in a good sense. Yes. Um, Christians and you know, conservative values. Uh, Absolutely. And, and that's, that, that would only happen if we put ourselves out there in the fight. 
absolutely and not shy away and god gives us the tools uh, to be able to be in the fight and Fine. you meet your fellow soldiers yeah we may be <laughs> taking barbs and darts and things like that but in the in the midst of it all are some great people and we're going this absolutely. is pretty cool and you're bleeding right you're all dirty <laughs> and our, 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 our clothes are torn and go hi how are you <laughs> uh because we're meeting some amazing people so sorry that's another thing i would no problem. Uh, all right, let's get a couple of the scripture readings here. And we got 2 Peter 1, 1 through 11. Yes. Simon Peter, a bondservant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who have obtained like precious faith with us by the righteousness of God, God and Savior Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which we have been giving exceedingly and great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. But also for this very reason, and so this is his admonition, you have all of this great power, but remember, also for this reason, giving all diligence add to your, vir to your faith virtue to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. For if these things are yours and abound, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sins. Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call and election sure for if you do these things, you will never stumble. For so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so this part of the scripture from five to seven about um, the, the hierarchy of attributes that he wants us to strive for reminds me of the article that I just turned in today about the school board meetings and how I... I was watching them and I was, I was so concerned about how acrimonious the battle had become. I was like, does anybody hear anybody else anymore? Can we understand or empathize at all with what the other side was feeling? Because I know some have very evil intent, but some of those parents think as passionately about keeping a mask on their child as wrong and as silly as we may think it is, as we do about taking the mask off. They feel like they're doing that to protect their child and they want you to do it to protect their child. So it's coming from the same place in their heart and soul to protect their children at any cost. And so it was, I was commenting on how, as I watched this, I wondered how it was so important that we act with Christ-like manners. And as Peter describes here is that by the fact that we have faith, we have to have virtue mm -hmm. and virtue is the kindness, the fruit of the spirit, the self-control, the compassion, empathy, love. And then we have knowledge and we have knowledge of scripture and we have self-control and we persevere. We don't give up. That doesn't mean because we look at somebody and we're like, oh, that poor mom, we're going to stop fighting because you're obviously upset. No, we persevere. We just do it with a sense of self-control and perseverance, and kindness and love. And I want to relay a story 
uh, especially uh, Todd, if you're still there, where in the article, I, I uh, explained this story that some of you may have heard. We talked about it briefly the other day, where after one of these meetings, one of the mothers from the opposing side, uh, some of her friends were intimidated about walking to their car, seeing some of our people um, that were quite intimidating. <laughs> and she came up to Andy and was like, can you help me in this situation? And I was so happy to hear that because I was like, oh my goodness, everything that we do in this devotional, in prayer, in our home has paid off by that one act. Because no matter how passionately you feel and she knows you feel, she still felt you would do the right thing. But the amazing part of the story that I learned last night was one of the gentlemen, two of the gentlemen that this woman was so afraid of comes up to me and says, I am that guy she was afraid of. And I was purposely intimidating some of the people around her. And he's like, but you'll never believe this, that 20 minutes before that, the Holy Spirit had prompted me to ask her to join our prayer circle. And as many of us do often, we ignore the voice. We're like, oh, no, that's so totally awkward. How am I going to go and invite this woman who's obviously on the other side to pray with us? And that's the point I make in the article is that we need to call on the Lord for mm -hmm. his grace and his healing. We need to not only be Christ-like because everybody's watching, but to also call down God's grace. And had he taken the prompt of the Holy Spirit, that whole event may have come out differently. Right. And so in the midst of our fight, we have to continue to be Christians, not only in our behavior, but in our actions. So not only in our actions and being gracious, but in prayer. Right. And who knows how these meetings may be transformed when we allow God to lead. And so I was just, it was such a God moment because I was like, Oh my goodness. Had he actually listened, like God had set up everybody because if you're all there and somebody like Todd um, in that role as well, like the more of that spiritual energy that we bring to mm. this, um, the more God's power that we bring to this fight, the more victorious we're going to be because the examples we'll read in the other scripture of closing the mouth of lions and of defeating the enemy and of the walls of Jericho fight, falling are all about calling down God's power, not about fighting in our own strength. We just stand there and allow God's power to lead. Wow. Just showing you the chills that I have on my arms. Aww. You know, what just hit me is that God knew he wasn't going to listen. <laughs> God goes, I know. What's his, uh, oh, we're not going to say his name. Yeah, just goes, in case. Yeah. Cause he said, um, that God knew he wasn't going to listen oh. so that he could bring all of this to, uh, to the surface. Yes. And it, yes. That just gave me the chills when you were talking like, Oh my gosh, God knew that he wasn't going to listen. He knew this was all going to happen so that, you know, he could show again, you know, that this, this is important. This conversation is so important. Yes. Oh my gosh. So the other thing I was thinking, because I want to go back to one thing that came up in my mind again, as you were talking is that, you know, it's interesting because, when you have the maskers, right? They go, we want everyone to wear a mask. And what we're saying is, though, you can wear a mask. We just don't want to wear a mask. Like, so we, we want to give the option. You're more than welcome, but they don't hear that either. Or is it, is it that they don't hear it? And, or is no, it they, they, they just they want everybody to be like them? It's almost, it's like also like they call us anti-vaxxers. And we're going, but we're not. At, you can get a vax every day if you want. You can get a booster every day if you want. 
We're just saying, I don't want the booster. Like, what is it? What is it that's happening? I know for a lot of you guys, you just can't, you just don't have empathy for this particular issue. But if they, they truly, many of them, the mothers, I'm not talking about the green shirt high with the communist party, which is so, I mean, like we are for you. We literally live in Yorba Linda, California, like one of the, the most like bougie Southern California towns. And there are dudes wearing shirts that say we are the communist party. I was like, I'm like, how is that even possible? Uh, anyways, but they, um, so, but a lot of these mothers really believe it is not just their child wearing a mask, it's the one with COVID covering their face or the one with potentially COVID covering their face so that their droplets don't hit their kid. Like they've been totally convinced that this is necessary. And the parents, I mean, I gotta say, watching the videos and the discussion back and forth about CRT, the parents of these minority children, like they believe that these studies would make us white people, which is so funny because I'm not even white, um, <laughs> would make us less racist, that the bullying wouldn't happen in school. But little do they know the bullying still going to happen because kids are bullies. But they believe that this is a solution and that we are preventing it so that we can maintain white privilege. I know it sounds ridiculous to you, but the only way to gain <laughs> empathy is to understand, I mean, I do this with your ex-wife too. You're like, that makes no sense. And I'm like, I know it doesn't make any sense to you, but you have to see the world through their prism in order to find the common ground and be like, listen, I understand your fears, but here's the science and I, I'll do the best to you know, try to accommodate you, but you have to understand that this is not necessary anymore. We could take other measures. Your child can continue to wear a mask. Like you can't have empathy and compassion um, if you cannot understand where somebody's coming from. This is my point. Well, the CRT is kind of a little bit of a weird thing because in our world, and even when I see other school boards talking about it, it's it's really the minority that is going that is supporting CRT. It is usually the Caucasians that are supporting CRT. Oh, but in our there. school district, wasn't it a couple of there was Asians? I mean, I saw a parent that was an African American parent, black, whatever the PC word is we're using today. But um, but we've also had it the other way around too. But, right. But well, we those were, are the supporters yeah. of the movement. <laughs> it's, this whole world's just so interesting. Because when you, I mean, they think we're nuts too, yeah, you know. So let's be. Them, but we always show them the receipts and the in the in the, the science and the um, you know the the research that's been done, and yet they they, they ignore that too. Well, I mean, in the and CRT say, case, say, okay, show me what what you're saying to be true, and but they never do. There's never any. Uh, it, I didn't say it was rational. I know. <laughs> Even with ethnic studies that, you know, when you tell them yeah. that the, the rewriting history and redefining what Christopher Columbus's intentions were, or even like the um, Prager video that Candace made about the truth of slavery, even when you tell them that they're like, no, that's not true. That's the history of America. We're, you know, mm-hmm. this country's built on the blood of, of the indigenous people. We need to rewrite how we teach history. They firmly believe their truth. We're not going to stop believing in our truth, but it's how we battle. And the reason the Lord told me this early on, because I have lived in a man's world and a man's profession and was used to fighting dirty, like brutal and dirty. 
and I got dirty and muddy. And I was in fights constantly, whether it was physical as a child and intellectual and social as an adult, even in my career. And when the Lord told me he was sending me back as a general in the army of Christ, I was like, oh, you've got to be kidding. I thought I was done. You know, I was, I was mortified. I was just horrified. And he's like, no, no, daughter. You as a soldier of Christ, completely different. That's not you fighting in the flesh like a crazy person. You know, it's about the armor of God. It's about the forbearance. It's about discernment of seeing spirits, of seeing people. You have seeing people that are under a demonic influence, uh, of somebody that's just truly hurting, but lashing out because they're hurting. They're not lashing out because they're right. They're lashing out because they're hurt. And how can we address their hurt so that they stop lashing out? Yeah, the- like you do with the dogs. <laughs> oh my God, and he has a great dog story from yesterday. The two angry dogs, yes. you know? Like one of the dogs has the short man's complex, you yes. were saying. Like, you know, the and the and the owner's like, why are these dogs killing each other? You know what I mean? Yeah. But you got, but see how willing you are to get to the root of what these two dogs like. All that people watch is that they're going to kill each other. Yeah. But you're like, wait, this is the problem. This dog is irritated by the obnoxiousness of this dog. Yeah. And you need to, you know, tame this one. And you can look at it objectively and see that there are objective solutions mm-hmm. to solving this disagreement. But in this battle, I think one, because of the demonic influences and it's just the end times, we're having a hard time finding the objective common ground. Mm-hmm. And I think the more, the more uh, nasty this fight gets, the less likely you are to find common ground. Mm-hmm. But bringing this back, it's been still a biblical standpoint and the reason that we do these devotionals is that we, we see the same thing in Christianity and the rest of the world. We, we just brought up this article of what's happening in Finland. Have somewhat it sounds like there's the bible's hate speech yeah they're afraid of the christian the, the christian belief because you, it's hard to control the christian right and uh, we're finding that as far as and it's exclusionary liberals, liberals and is that it's hard to control people that believe in god because right. our, our our leader is god our citizenship no, 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 is no, in no. heaven we're supposed to be your leader right um and i think it even goes down to some of this other stuff so yeah just yeah, absolutely. And it, when they say that it's hate speech, it's because you don't believe everybody goes to heaven. But, right. It's true. <laughs> yeah, it fine. is exclusionary. But the thing is, there's no compulsion in it. Mm. So we do believe we are. We have the only one true God is the God of the Bible. And that if you don't accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're not going to heaven. Yep. Full stop. But you don't have to believe that. Um, but to them, that is um, exclusionary. And it is exclusionary. Just like fear. Like, how come you're not as fearful as I am? Why are you not as fearful as I am? You got you to be as fearful as I am. But we're not as fearful. Well, why, though? Because Jack says, because we're not afraid of death. So right. it's not that we're saying we're invincible. Right. We're saying we're not afraid of death and says, well, that's crazy. Because if you're not afraid of death, that means you're reckless. It's like, no, yeah. we just believe somebody else holds our destiny. Yeah, as but a cop, to- I still wore my bullet, bullet, bulletproof vest. I still use tactics going into a room. Like, I'm not stupid, and I don't want to die because I have family, but I'm not afraid to die. Right. It's, it's, a, it's something that's hard for people to wrap their minds around. Yes. Because I used to be afraid to die when I was a kid. Yes. And when I, when I didn't uh, have the Holy Spirit, I was deathly afraid of dying. 
I would, I would, I found it very hard to sleep. Yeah. Because I go, I don't want to go to sleep because they say, if I should not wake, then. If I die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. That prayer used to scare the heck out of me. (laughs) No, I'm not going to sleep then because I I want to wake up. So the reason or the way that I know that I'm going to wake up is by not going to sleep. Oh, I used to be so afraid. Todd uh, has a few things here that are really important to say. Do the I like this one. Do the right thing is always the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> right there, you go. And then he says, uh, uh, "We have to be above reproach in all circumstances." Amen. Yeah. And then we talked about Buck. Buck is a, a school board member that is just not that nice of a person. Yeah, we but, thought of a couple of cute T-shirts, Todd, <laughs> last night. Oh yeah. <laughs> We, we can't share those on the devotional <laughs> because her name is Buck. So it's a uh, play on her name. Uh, and then that says, we have to speak uh, truth even when it's not what people want to hear. Yes. Yes. Truth and love. Yes. You know, is and I love what you just said, Todd, but sometimes we hold off. Right? I mean, we, we go, oh, I want to tell you the truth so bad. But it's, it's in our relationship. It's it's not the appropriate time. Oh, but it's because I want to tell you at some point, but I, I but I want to tell you when you can handle it. But it's also God's truth we're referring to. Yes, not our the personal truth. truth. The, the the truth, capital T <laughs> truth. Our <laughs> own subjective truths are not necessarily truths. <laughs> Let's make that clear. He's referring to God's truth, oh, God's like, word. You know, your nose is huge. Yeah. You probably shouldn't get it fixed. <laughs> right. <laughs> And you're actually a mean person. That's <laughs> your truth. <laughs> That's not their truth. That's not the truth. Like when you say to me, go, are you going outside wearing that? Are, are, are That's we, my truth. <laughs> can you go upstairs and, and rethink your outfit, Andy? <laughs> you're not wearing your slippers with those jeans, are you? Uh, I don't even have to do that anymore. <laughs> no. I actually you don't have to say anything. I just see in your look. Like I walk down, I go, and you go, and they go, I'll be right back. You know, I, I do the the yeah. eye glance. Yes, we're, fa- just, we're yeah. famous for that. And then you say nothing. <laughs> so that look on your face. All right, we're never going to get through all these scriptures because you keep chatting away. Hebrews eleven thirty three. Who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, and stopped the mouth of lions. So good. Psalm 51, 17, the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. These, oh God, you will not despise. That's how we get to the point where God is in control is the rest of us is broken. Our flesh is broken. Luke 5, 20, when he saw their faith, he said to them, man, your sins are forgiven you. Man, your sins are forgiven you. I like that one. Ephesians 3.20. Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we may ask or think. So true. Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. It's just constantly reminding people that are that we have no arrogance or expectations of ourselves, that we refer everything back to him, all glory um, to God. First John 5, 5, who is he who overcomes the world, but he who believes that Jesus is the son of God? 
in Romans 10, 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So just uh, in case you didn't know, if you've not, not read Smith Wigglesworth or maybe not even gotten to a devotional, um, these scriptures, uh, you know, readings that we do are in the devotional. I skip over them when I read them because it, it's hard enough to read the devotionals for me sometimes, but they're in little parentheses behind some of the stuff. So yes. either um, Smith is reciting portions of them in, in the devotional, or it says, see this other scripture so that you can have uh, uh, more background information on the devotional. And so it's important for you to get the Smith Wigglesworth devotional so you can see the, the whole context of everything. And we used to not read the scripture. Right. And then I was praying and the Lord was like, read my word. And I was like, well, of course, Lord. <laughs> what are you because doing? like the, I know Smith's a great guy, but yeah. it's still just Smith's words. <laughs> yeah. And the Lord's like, no, power is in my word. Right. Right. Yes. So though our commentary is oh so precious. Uh, the the real the truth of the power comes from the word of God. <laughs> you appreciate my sarcasm. Well, I you know I just got to say I, I if I, I just want to reemphasize the the difference for those of you that are on the fence or maybe like me with that you ran, walked around not necessarily just friends church because that's where I walked around as a man inside the walls of a church thinking I was Christian when I was just merely telling people I'm a Christian um, and the difference when you give your life to God and yes. um, accept the free gift it has given you. Have you ever met him? Yeah. My, <laughs> it's my t-shirt. Yes. It is just, it's a world of difference and it's so freeing. Uh, and just uh, being able to live your life out in the open and understanding when people attack you, I, you know, I get attacked on social media about, you know, my past. Um, and again, I wasn't a murderer. I wasn't all these things. <laughs> I'm just saying they said, you know, Andy, you use the, you know, the F word maybe, or you did, or, you know, we you got a lot of baby mamas. You've been married a couple times. You know? <laughs> I go, yeah, I, was. I don't, I don't even know what to tell you. You, <laughs> you. you got me. I used to be married to a couple and I, um, you know, I was just as sad uh, to, to, about the, uh, the ending of those marriages because we had kids together Yes, and uh, it was sad for them. And uh, yeah, it's horrible and, and it shouldn't have happened, but um, here I am today, in a, a different man. And I was in a cult and you were in a cult. Yes. Many, many, many years. Um, yeah. So I maybe mean, we could go on with these things and it, it, you just add them up. I was uh, also somebody who didn't want somebody looking at my phone. Like I would never have handed my phone over to my last wives because there's so much stuff going on in there. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you guys know what I'm talking about. It's just stuff that, you know, it's, it's better not to have that conversation where now Hedy grabs my phone and, you know, because I need to, to find something and I don't even, it, nothing, there's nothing, no reaction, no heaviness, no, oh, I'm worried. Um, and that's, uh, that's the way you should live your life. Um, so freeing, isn't it? It is. Yeah. I mean, I could go on to all these different examples and I, and I want that for you. I, I want you to have that feeling that if you're uh, just free of, uh, of worry and, um, the understanding that you can get through stuff with Christ, like you and I can get through stuff because of God. Yes. Not because of us. If no. it was left up to us, you would have, you would have <laughs> ran a long time ago. You would put those tennis shoes on and head back to Westlake. Boogie, Boogie, Boogie. Yeah, Beverly Hills. Um, but uh, it's because of God that we have been able to get through some of the more difficult times in our, in our relationship. And it's awesome. And I want to, I want, I, I, again, I just want you guys to have that. Yeah. Is to uh, meet Jesus where you are. It's about a personal relationship. This is not, Christ did not come to bring a religion. He came to bring a relationship with him with our Lord and savior. And we invite you 
to explore that relationship for yourself and make sure that you have the surety of your salvation. So that uh, when you give your life to Christ, you repent from your sins, you turn to him and you accept his free gift of salvation, you should know with certainty that you have eternal life. So if you don't, uh, go back and speak to the Lord, read his word and get that surety for yourself because there's nothing I I recounted for those of you who may not have heard, I, I, my father passed away recently and uh, he, I had witnessed to him and it is unclear in my heart whether he accepted this salvation. I'm going to believe he did, but the family believed he was a Muslim when he died and my entire family's Muslim. And watching the franticness that occurs once my father passed, I kissed his forehead, he died at home. And I was like, bye, dad, because my dad wasn't in that body anymore. Um, but they, it was just chaos. I mean, people screaming and running. And uh, it was it, because if in Islam, they believe a portion of the soul remains in the body and will go into judgment from the two angels of death in the grave. So there's this horrific and, and my family's extremely knowledgeable about Islam. So there's this horrific fear of what that body is about to go through and this delicateness that you need to treat the flesh with because it's still got a piece of the soul in it and it can still feel. And I, I mean, I can't even tell you. And I just sat there and the Lord, I had this grace wash over me that was like, I have none of that. I have no fear of that. I know where I'm going. And then I started to like daydream about the stories like of Stephen who saw Christ stand up from the right hand of God to welcome him into the kingdom. And I'm like, just imagining what it would be like to be welcomed by Christ and that, that I don't have to worry about where they're going to put my body and what's going to happen to it. And is it going to decay and all these other things, but that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord, to live as Christ, to die as gain. And it's so liberating. It's such an amazing experience. So we want to make sure that, um, you all have that for yourself. You reminded me of this article that I posted on my Facebook the other day where it's uh, an Arizona priest used one wrong word in baptisms for decades. They're all invalid. Oh, no. <laughs> What's the word? <laughs> uh, let's see. It's here. It's. Um, you use the phrase, we baptize you, and you should have said I. I baptize you. Like, yeah. And so I guess now none of those people are going to heaven. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing, but that's the most I ridiculous know, it's thing. So sad. Baptism is not what sends you to heaven. Yes, folks. and I was a Catholic. I was a that's how I was raised a Catholic, and I just go, oh my gosh, it's just so. Oh, again, our, our pastor so says it. Our pastor says it best. If you think you're a Christian because you got baptized, just know all you did was get wet. <laughs> it has nothing. You cannot be born a Christian. Yeah. Uh, the baptism is just water. And, and neither a, one of those things are true. It's not we or I. No, it's him. It's him. <laughs> And you have to turn metanoia. You have to repent and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and accept the free gift of salvation. The mm. water is just uh, an expression, an outward expression. Yeah. Susan says, such a beautiful marriage. You have such a beautiful example. <laughs> yeah, well. That's very sweet, Susan. <laughs> I wish it was true all the time, but I'm a wretched sinner, saved by grace. <laughs> and she comes yeah. out and visits every now and then, even though I, I try very hard to be transformed yeah. uh, in the renewing of my mind. But it is, is that she occasionally rears her, her unattractive head. 
nothing unattractive of you. Uh, and Susie, and I, I also saw your message about a, um, the, the message, your message. I just saw that this morning. So thank you. And yeah, I'll uh, let you know about that too. Just want to, while I had her on the line, oh, okay. I let her know that I saw her message. Um, wow. I did a good devotional today. Oh, I thank so you. It was fun. It's all You're you. Amazing. It's all you. <laughs> it's all him. Anything good is from him. Anything bad is from us. So <laughs> our apologies. All right. Hey, make sure and get the Edify app. That's super important because you're going to find a whole bunch of other um, uh, Christian devotionals and shows. And you saw, I just want to remind people of one of the ones you found on there early on, which was yes. uh, really important. For it you. was a parent uh, podcast about mm -hmm. um, gender issues. So understanding the gender conflict right now and parents sharing their testimonies. And it was run by a Christian-based psychologist talking about how you could address these issues in school and also as a parent. Yep. So it was great. Here you go. Here's the app. And Check it out. Some of the shows. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcast today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. E-D-I-F-I dot app. All right, my friends. Awesome day spending. Uh, it was awesome spending some time with you today. What just happened? Is that just a stroke? A small tongue twister. Oh, and Todd, <laughs> I will. My article posts every other oh, yes. week on Thursdays. So it'll be out tomorrow and I will post it on my Facebook and I'd be happy to send you a link. And I post it on mine too. So you should be able to see it tomorrow. Anything else, my love? That's it. Yeah, we're going to take on the day. We're going to take on the day. We got a lot of driving around those darn kids of yours. The wheel of school, the wheels on the bus go round and round. Round and wow. round. Round what a and voice round. you have. Who knew? <laughs> All right, my friends. We love you. Take care. God bless. God bless. Thanks for Bye. joining us. Bye.